0: the flow Some neighbors are saying way too loud. That's only in the morning. you supposed to be up cooking breakfast with somebody. That's like an alarm clock. Woo! Woo!
1: Welcome in, everybody, to a brand-new episode of the world-famous Loose Lug podcast. I'm Evan Roberts, joined alongside Thomas Dick, and basically our new co-host, Tyler Pig. He's the only one. Re- only reliable
2: one, Evan. Who knows, like, where are you at? You're in a dark hotel room. Pensacola, Florida. Oh, my gosh. It looks like you're... Panama City. Yeah. <laughs> PCB. It'd blink twice if you're in Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> well where'd you go you left is the podcast still going <laughs> when we wouldn't turn on the light for you oh there you go well i was worried i was worried, worried you're held hostage that's why i said no. blank, 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 blank. <laughs> <laughs> blank. are you staying but in
3: the motel six where are
2: you i'm at the hampton oh. yeah. end
1: potential, potential sponsor that's a nice place yeah uh so let's get into news and notes before we get into the first brief- of all, not a lot of news these days. Like what the hell's going on with NASCAR? Give us some news. Go on. Uh we usually don't talk about random uh sponsorship stuff, but this one's huge for us. Uh Anheuser busch has been in talks with NASCAR teams on what could happen with their sponsorship uh after Kevin Harvick retires. Uh rumor on the street is that Ross Chastain has the inside track. Um they've been in the sport since 1983. Yeah, um
2: and they usually they support teams a lot and it's usually good drivers that are are stable. Um it goes back to 83 Bobby Labani. They had mm-hmm. a cool sponsorship with the Junior Johnson drivers back in the uh, mid 80s, Darrell Waltrip and Neil Bonnet, which was confusing because they had the same exact paint job, and I was a Neil Bonnet fan, and Darrell Waltrip won more than Neil Bonnet, so there were some times where I was really happy and then it was the wrong guy. Uh, other drivers have included uh, Ken Schrader, uh, Dale Jr., heard of that name. Uh, yeah. And these were all under Budweiser, uh, Casey Kane, and then uh, Kevin Harvick, and then they switched to... Bush Light or Bush Beer and sometimes Bush Light and all the other Bush projects products two thousand sixteen and they've been Bush on Harvick's car ever since.
1: Yeah. Uh I still think the coolest Budweiser paint scheme was the Daytona race after the Dale Jr. Two thousand one. Yeah, it's the uh
3: The all star, right? Yeah, I had the Major League All Star game kind of paint scheme, but look like a with the pinstripes down the side. I would say Anheuser Bush got their money's worth from the eight years they had Dell Jr. on on the hood of his car. I've also forgotten, Tommy, that Casey Kane wasn't the Budweiser car until you said that.
2: Yeah. And then he went to uh, Team Red Bull. (laughs) What's come on? He did Mountain Dew, Budweiser, and Team Red Bull. Yeah. He likes high octane stuff. Yeah, high octane. And you know who else was with the Red Bull? I like to bring this up every chance I get. Uh, you know who else was in Red Bull? Who? Oh. Brian like Vickers. Brian Vickers, his oh, wife, uh, booked people.
1: Geez. Oh, jeez. This guy. <laughs> and uh, then so I'm, oh, not, I'm
2: not a I'm not an ad wizard, but in all these years, how has Budweiser not landed the Bush brothers?
1: Well, I mean, they were monster, and then your M and M's.
2: But you can
3: still like. Well, remember Kurt was tied to the was tied to to the Miller Lite car there for a while.
2: Yeah, that's true. Which what happened? Where's Miller Lite? Come back, Miller Lite. Come back,
3: Coors. Yeah, bring Rusty Wallace back. Bring us back.
2: Come on, Coors. I'm looking for a, a yellow jacket car. We sort of got one with the uh, Logano.
1: We'll get that. Get to that. And uh, what's next on here? yeah the the lego group has become an official nascar licensee uh they're building a new lego next gen chevrolet camaro zl1 uh it's available online because there's no more toy stores but it uh dons the number 75 uh diamond anniversary logo for nascar it's got a cockpit steering and uh, you can open up the hood it's got a replica v8 engine with moving pistons uh, it was like 672 pieces and only forty-nine ninety-nine. So Tyler's gonna buy one for his kid, yeah. Ah, uh,
3: you know, we're staying away from Legos as long as we can,
1: yeah. And it comes with only one lug
2: nut per tire. So if the tire <laughs> falls off, your kid is uh, he's out for two races,
3: <laughs> four, four hours of timeout.
2: And then, um, there's no word on if there's gonna be because it's a Camaro Chevy, there's no word on if there's gonna be future iterations like a ford or a toyota or trucks and i you know like individual driver sets i know those chase elliott fans they
1: would get 20 of them well did you see it yeah it looks kind of stupid
2: well so is a normal camaro
1: well i'm just saying like it's like a <laughs> square yeah so is a normal camaro you said you're saying it's not as
3: aerodynamic as the current car that's raced yeah, by like NASCAR it compared to a lego
1: yeah, like it just doesn't look realistic.
2: Well, I think we need to talk. And I, I applaud you for avoiding Legos for as long as possible. Legos crushed the American soul about 15 years ago. When I was a youth, Legos, you had two choices. You got like a 400-piece box or you got an 800-piece box. And it had a bunch of things in it. And you made stuff. And then you took it apart and you made something else. And then you took it apart. And every time you made something, you made something different. Now it comes with these, you get different kits, and you do what the man tells you to do. And this is grooming your kids to do what the state tells them to do. Yeah. Or learn to teach them how to follow instructions. No, it teaches you how to do what the man tells you to do. It crushes imagination,
1: which is why we're where we're at these days. Yeah, well, this is a NASCAR podcast, so we're going to get back into the racing.
2: <laughs> so, anyhow. <laughs> uh,
1: no, but it will be interesting to see what else they can do with Legos moving forward, but maybe it'll get some kids back into it. Uh, as expected, two members of Martin Truex pit crew suspended for two races. It's a tire changer and the Jackman. Uh, kind of interesting that it wasn't the crew chief.
2: Yeah, they went to the, they punished the little guy, you know, the big guy, uh... Once again, just grooming you to do what the man told you to do. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's good, and it's a lesser penalty, because then the old penalty made no, no sense. Um, the crew chief, come on. Like, what are you doing? So NASCAR, also, like, very little news, but this is sort of big news, I guess. Uh, there's new aero packages for short tracks and uh, or short ovals and road courses. Uh, They said the changes are anywhere where wet weather equipment will be required. So Charlotte, Robles, Chicago, oh God, I'm not even going to say that. Coda, Indy Road Course, Martinsville, New Hampshire, uh, North Wilkesboro, Phoenix, Richmond, Sonoma, and Watkins Glen. The rear spoiler is going to be two inches instead of four inches, even though I said two inches instead of two inches. (laughs) Um, That that creates uh, less downforce. There's going to be some tweaks under the car. I'm going to pretend like I know what all this means. There's a, uh, they're removing three diffuser strikes, uh, mm-hmm. engine panel strikes and trimming the diffusers outer fending. Uh, it amounts to a 30% downforce reduction. Uh, according to one of them, Jacuzzi boys, uh, Dr. Eric Jacuzzi. Uh, that's what he told NASCAR.com. So he says the downforce levels will be, Around where they were in the mid-90s when everyone's like, NASCAR was the best in the 90s.
1: Yeah. Dem- do do Dem- we, Dem- we Dem- believe them? Uh, I guess there's only one way to find out. My favorite part about that is how you spell amounts. Amounts. Oh, no. amount.
0: Yeah,
2: well, <laughs> you know, sometimes you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't.
1: You get the almond joy or you get a mound. <laughs> uh. Now, Next Gen is being billed as uh, being off to a hot start statistically. In the sophomore season, the NASCAR Next Gen cars produced an average of 17 different lap leaders. Through the first two races, that's tied with 2010 and eleven for the most in the modern era, which is considered 1972 to present. It's produced an average of 40 lead changes, second most behind 2011, which averaged 52. What do you think?
3: I think it's been better. I I mean, one, we, we've got data on cars at the tracks after a year. Um, we haven't had any cars blow up yet, which is also a a, a plus. Uh, I haven't had any uh, tires just setting and set on fire. Um, I, I do think that we taught at Daytona with as many, I mean, as many lead changes as we had. It was a lot better than it was last year. So we'll see as we get into this stretch with Las Vegas starting this weekend. And as we go down the tracks, we get to some road courses in the next couple of weeks. We'll see how it all shakes out. But I do think it's been better. I, I I think we talked about two weeks ago, the 500, until the last seven laps was really competitive with like 52 league changes. That's that's what we want to see. So I think it's been a better spot.
1: And I think it just helps with the uh, <clears throat> the overall competitiveness amongst all the teams. too. So it's not just two teams or one team really dominate. And we've kind of seen everybody else spread it, spread out the wealth, which is what the point of the car was for. Mm-hmm. All right, so on Sunday, we got the Penn Soil 400 presented by Jiffy Lube. This will be at 3.30 p.m. Eastern with we'll coverage starting at 3 on Fox. The Performance Racing Network and Sirius XM NASCAR radio, 400 miles or 267 laps on the mile and a half track, stages of 80-85-102. Um, no drivers of note in the field outside of the norms. 36 cars entered, uh, there's 40 spots, so nobody going home. Uh, they will have practice that'll be on Saturday, uh, one thirty-five with uh, Fox Sports One coverage starting at two, and then coverage runs into the qualifying starting at two twenty. Of note, uh, Danica Patrick will be replacing Tony Stewart in the booth. She'll be joined with Mike Joy and Clint Boyer. Uh, some cool stuff pre-race. Bryce Harper will give the command to start the engines. He is from Las Vegas. The Thunderbirds are. Back and then Uncle Cracker going to be the uh pre-race concert. Multi-platinum singer-songwriter
2: songwriters gonna headline a pre-race entertainment with a concert on the front stretch. These days, a Bob movement can earn multi-platinum status.
3: <laughs> I turn an Uncle Cracker song off so fast. Like, do you have my reaction time when it comes to a song of his comes on Sirius XM? I could lead the world in reaction time of changing a radio station. <laughs> like when he plays the cover of Drift Away, I, I can't even get the first chord out and it's on to the next channel.
2: Uh, no, my
3: cracker rack.
1: No offense to Mr. Cracker if he's a listener. but. Uh... Uh, and then uh, longtime Las Vegas headliner, Terry Fator, I don't even know who that is, will sing the national anthem. He had an 11-year run at the Mirage. I don't know who that is. Not to say I'm a ventriloquist,
2: guys. <laughs> you were supposed to say he's no dummy; he's a ventriloquist, which he is. But he also sings, I guess. Now I don't know if he sings or if the dummy sings. But these days, a ball movement can get a 11 year run <laughs> at
1: the Mirage. <laughs> well, that was your joke, so I wanted you to say it. Well, this whole thing is mine. (laughs) Uh, Las Vegas Motor Speedway uh, was ready for action in November 1996. Ken Schrader won an Arca Menard Series West race, uh, but it wouldn't see Cup Series racing until March of 98 when Mark Martin won. Um, It's held 30 races uh, with one per season from 98 to 2017, and then we've raced here twice each season since then. Uh, Eight uh winners in the field this weekend it's had 17 all-time Jimmy Johnson's the all-time leader with four but he's not racing this weekend Keselowski and Joey Logano three wins apiece. Kevin Harvick and Truex have two and then Alex Bowman, Denny Hamlin, Kyle Larson, uh and Kyle Bush all have one we've had five different race winners in the last five races
2: yeah we had Kurt Busch in September 2020 He's now racing here, thanks NASCAR forcing that car on us last year that just made people brain mush. Kyle Larson, March 2021, Denny Hamlin, September 2021, Alex Bowman, March 2022, and Joey Logano, October 22.
1: Of note, too, Logano is one of five reigning Cup Series champions who won at Las Vegas the year after they won their title, including Matt Kenseth, Jimmy Johnson, uh, twice, Tony Stewart in 2012, Kevin Harvick in 2015, and then Logano in 2019. Kyle Bush returns to his home track where he's made 23 series starts. He's got a one win, 11 top fives, 14 top tens, average finish of 10.8, which is the third best among active drivers. Uh, number one on that list is Joey Logano. He's got an average finish of 8.5. With 19 uh, races run in Vegas, he's got three wins, seven top fives, and 12 top tens. Um, definitely improved here over the years. And then Martin Truex Jr., 22 races. He's got two wins, seven top five, 13 top tens. Last 10 races, Truex and Kyle Busch have the best average finish at six and a half. Truex has a win, five top fives, nine top tens. Bush no wins, six top fives, eight top tens. And then there's Joey Logano with three wins, four top fives, and seven top tens. So, with all that being said, who you got? Who's first? I just got done speaking a lot, so people aren't tired of hearing me.
3: Well, I miss I miss my cues, so I'll take my chance now. Uh, Ross Chastain is going to be the pick here, boys and girls. Uh, uh, yeah. Led 83 laps uh, last year in the March race. Uh, was with Alex Bowman pretty much the entire way. Has uh, won three stages this year. That's pretty good when there's only been six of them. That's 50%. Uh, He's also won a couple of Xfinity races here. So I'll take the old numero uno to get a track house in the victory lane for the first time this year.
2: Oh, shoot. I say all signs point to Joey Logano. Um, Yeah, he just runs well here. Ford runs well here. Um, Yeah. He's looked good early this year.
1: Just hasn't got a win yet. I'm gonna go Martin Truex Jr. He had the oh. fastest car here last year, um, despite finishing eighth. Uh, and then he has finished in the top ten and ten of the past 11 races, uh, five straight races inside the top 10. You know Martin what Truex. you
2: know what you're not factoring in. What he won a clash? Well, no, on his pit stops, the average number of tires that will be put on is 3.6. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, the, bold, uh... p-
3: bold, bold pick to ha- pick a guy Evan who's going to have two new guys changing tires this weekend
1: hey when you got the fastest car it don't matter
2: so who's your long shots I see Evan put J.J. Yale-y.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh Th- Thomas you almost I almost went with your long shots so I'll let you reveal it in a second he's only won r- one race here so I couldn't do it um, it We'll go Austin Dillon. Uh, I think he was my long shot last week, too. But oh, he's got three I top 10s
2: here. I, I, I love it. I love,
3: I'm a big, love Bass Bass Pro Shops guy. He's got my hat in my uh, closet back there. Uh, three top 10s, finished fourth a year ago. Also won the Xfinity race a couple of years ago back. So, um, no, they've been really good. I mean, RCR won last week. Uh, Austin Dillon got another top 10. I, I, I like how RCR is running. I'm trying to. Hold up to my pick of RCR in five races this year, so we got to scratch off a couple more.
1: Yep, you're trying to go five for five. Trying Try to go five for five. Who yeah. you got? Uh, so I got two that I liked.
2: Wait, are we lining like?
3: What are we? What are we running a parlay here?
1: Yeah, yeah. And here's like... here's the thing: neither one of them are really long shots. But go on. Uh, I'm gonna go AJ Allmendinger. Okay, uh, okay, that's fair. Three races at intermediate tracks since twenty twenty. He's got two top tens and a top five. And the other guy I really like is Chase Briscoe. He won twice here in Xfinity. Last year he finished eighth in the first stage before finishing third to last after an accident. But you mentioned it, Tommy. The Fords are pretty good here. Yeah. Which is yeah, which is odd because my long shot's not a Ford pick.
2: Um not a lot of long shots win here. So instead of picking a, like, a have like a, been driving forever, I'm a slap, like, like, I'm a schlep, uh long shot. I'm picking a, hey, I just got up to the cup, and I'm going to shock the world, uh, like Austin Sendrick at uh, Daytona. I'm going Noah, the local boy, Noah Gregson. I think he's from Vegas. Yeah, he is. Yeah, that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Just, um, it's odd, because he's run really well in Xfinity here but he never won. He has uh, eight Xfinity races, seven top five, so his average finish is 3.4 at Vegas despite no wins in eight races. But I think he's won the world.
1: I thought your long shot was going to be Eric Jones.
2: I
3: Well, I actually thought he was going to go chase Briscoe as well. Well, Wait,
1: I wrote 42.3. No, uh,
2: I wrote the wrong number down. <laughs> no, I'm sticking, with, uh, I'm sticking with Noah Gregson. Which means Eric Jones will to Tom- win
3: because bingo. To Thomas's point, the only guy you could if you take Alex Bowman out of the equation, the only person who's ever won at Las Vegas that has less than ten career wins is Sterling Marlin, and he has nine. So it's pretty oh. much a, a, a favorites track. If you're, if Jimmy Johnson's won your four times, Matt Kenseth three times, Brad Kozlowski three times, Mark Martin three times, it's one of those tracks where if you're The The cream rises to the
2: top. The cream cream
3: rises to the top, which makes me think the guys at the bottom of the barrel are out playing uh, blackjack and roulette till four in the morning because I'm just trying to hang on. But that's oh, god, that's one of these.
2: I'm I'm switching my Gregson pick.
1: (laughs) (laughs) How many references do we get from Clint Boyer about how either a drunk he got this weekend or blackjack table gambling references? i don't know he's wearing, i'll take the over you know, on the book I, I was a big fan of him back in the day but he's wearing thin on me <laughs> uh xfinity we got the Alco uniforms 300 that'll be saturday at 4 30 with coverage starting at 330 on fox sports one performance racing network series xm nascar radio uh 200 laps uh 300 miles stages of 45 45 110 Uh, weather, as you might expect, looking a lot better this week, 65 degrees, 0% chance of rain. They'll have practice on Friday at six 35 and then qualifying at seven Oh five. Both of those can be seen on Fox sports. One, two people will miss the race, which is very sad. 40 drivers for 38 spots. We do have two bushwhackers, uh, whereas some term them cup invaders. We got Kyle Bush in the number 10 for colleague, uh, and then Tyler Raddick in the number 24 for Sam Hunt racing.
2: Yeah, and it's a triple Lindy weekend for Kyle Busch because he'll be in the trucks too. So uh, I hope he – uh, what's that uh, uh, that stuff you put on your ass to keep it from chapping, uh, anti-monkey butt powder? Oh, uh, yeah. got we'll some of that there because he's going to be uh, in the saddle for quite a while this
1: weekend. Uh, David, star fans will be sad to see uh, Kyle Weatherman is now entered in the O2. Yeah, no explanation on that one. Um Hope David Starr's okay. Yeah. He's kind of falling off because he's not in the Whataburger car. Yeah. Very sad. Uh 32nd race at Las Vegas for the Xfinity Series. It's produced 22 different winners. Mark Martin owned Vegas and Xfinity with four wins. Justin Allgaier Owns Xfinity Vegas records for top fives with nine, top tens with fourteen, lead lap finishes fifteen, and laps completed. Yeah, it's not a lot of them three thousand three hundred twenty nine. Uh, Josh Berry won the most recent race here in October. Ty Gibbs won in March. Uh, uh Josh Berry also won the fall race in twenty twenty one, so he's got to be a favorite. Uh, as we mentioned, Kyle Busch and Tyler Reddick. Uh, racing. Uh, Bush has two wins. Reddick won in twenty nineteen uh daniel hemrick nine starts four top five six top tens finished third last march so my pick i last week i
2: picked austin Dillon the bushwhack in the uh number 10 anybody but Landon castle uh car for college racing i'm gonna do it again how <laughs> bush is in the car same car la golf how bush hmm who was uh, never going to the Xfinity series ever again? But here he is. Uh, TD, I see,
3: think... Td, your pick of uh, your pick of the Bushwhackers is going to be your new Eric Jones bit, as long as <laughs> <not> <laughs>
2: Did I pick one in? Day- oh, I picked one in Daytona too, didn't I? You picked one in on Daytona too. Yeah, what did I pick in Daytona?
3: Um, who did you pick? I'm trying to remember. You I'm definitely not, picked
2: I, one. Oh, I picked Riley Herbst, who I thought was. Uh that's right. I thought he was bushwhacking, but the thing I read he's not full-time in cup I thought he had signed a full-time cup thing. So semi-I wanted that's to right. be bushwhacker, but i <laughs> you're like you're like 2.75 bushwhackers. There
0: you
1: go. Uh everybody is probably gonna think I'm gonna pick Justin Algar to win. I mean My I gonna choose his in. teammate Josh Berry. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm going Josh Barry. Ooh, okay. Well, I will
3: see your Josh Perry, and I will take your Justin Allgaier because he's got nine top fives here uh yeah. and a bunch of top tens. So I'm going to go. Justin Allgaier gets the win.
1: Yep, we just—he's always the bridesmaid, never the bride.
3: Something like that.
1: Just well, may that,
3: so, so, sometimes that's a good thing in Vegas, if you know what
1: I mean. <laughs> uh, Friday night we have the victoria's voice foundation 200 presented by westgate resorts this will be at 9 p.m <clears throat> with coverage starting at 8 on fox sports 1 the motor racing network not performance racing network um just like uh Evan, the prn doesn't do poor people racing uh like the trucks <laughs> uh it's also on sirius xm nascar channel 90 134 laps 201 miles uh, stages of 30 30 and 74 we got practice on Sat. nope friday. friday qualifying yeah friday. uh friday they five wouldn't five.
3: practice after the race is
1: over <laughs> <laughs> qualifying <laughs> at qualifying at 505 both of them can be seen on fox sports one we got 36 entrants so everybody's gonna make the race
2: yeah about time and we will we have uh bushwhackers here too uh, Ross Chastain in the number 41 for Nice Motorsports has been having a rough go of it this year. Hopefully Ross can get them uh, fired up and going. And then we got Kyle Busch in his own truck. Uh, like we said, he's doing the uh, the triple cast. So we'll see. Maybe he goes three for three. That'd be something.
1: Yeah, maybe he does. This is the 31st race at uh... Vegas for the truck series. Kyle Bush leads all drivers in the field with three wins. He won in 18, 19, and 20. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but he's racing in all three races uh, this weekend. Uh, four other former winners in the race. Ben Rhodes won in 2017. Infinger won in 18. Ekus and 20. John Hunter Niemichuk in 21. Uh, a whopping 26 races here for Old Man Crafton. No wins. 11 top five, 17 top tens, 20 lead lap finishes. 3,451 truck laps at the track average finish of eleven point one.
2: Yeah, and when you mentioned the uh, winners, Sean Hunter Nimachek in 2021. I, I didn't put him down. He's not really a I guess he's an b- actual bushwhacker coming down from the Xfinity series. Uh he's a, like a semi uh Xfinity invader. Uh so, so if we did uh if, so if he'll be in,
1: long shots, you'd be picking him.
2: Yeah, so he yeah, he's in the number 17. Uh for Tricon, yeah, Keselowski is also in the Tricon, so Tricon's all over the place.
1: Go on. Uh, no, Kyle Busch six races, three wins, five top fives. Um, he's finished in the top six in all six. So his average finish is two point seven. Last year, we saw Chandler Smith edge out his former team owner Kyle Busch for the win. He he led uh thirty two laps while Kyle led thirty one uh you'd be an idiot not to pick kyle bush i'm gonna go with uh tanner gray he's got two top fives three top tens in the last five races here
2: whoa whoa
3: whoa
1: whoa who do you got
2: that was not
3: uh i went actually with a guy who actually finished second last year before his lug nut violation called him up in the post-race inspection and that would be zane smith okay the guy who won in daytona yeah, I got he lost. Chandler Smith won the race last year, but yeah, Zane Smith finished second and then ended up not. He got all the way back to 36 if he had a bad lug nut or a missing lug nut or something at the
0: end. <laughs>
2: now I'm in quite a con a quandary, because <laughs> I picked first and I picked someone to leave Kyle Bush for you two. And then neither you two picked Kyle Bush. Well, you'd be an idiot not to pick him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I do I go with Kyle Busch or do I go with my original pick?
1: You'd be an idiot not to pick Kyle Busch. So
2: I'm going Kyle Busch. I will forget that I even wrote Stuart Friesen, <laughs> who the last two years is the only driver to finish in the top 10 in all four of the races here. Of course, Kyle Busch didn't run all four races here. Uh, he's also the only driver with three top five finishes over those four races. So I'm picking Kyle Busch. I'm not picking Stuart Friesen, even though that's who I
1: picked. <laughs> Uh, and then we got some pretty badass paint games this weekend. Uh, in the cup, my favorite one, I'll start out. Uh, Ricky Stenhouse, in the number 47. It's mainly because I drink, like, a 24-pack a week. He's in the Coke Zero Sugar car. Pretty sweet. Tommy's showing off his Cherry Coke Zero can that he's drinking now.
2: So, I got, uh, a, question. Yeah, I I got a
1: question, though.
2: Like, Coke sponsors are, like, how many drivers? Why is Ricky Stenhouse the
1: one who gets the car? There's something I about the... the same thing if you, I thought they said something in the Jay Ski article about how they have like a deal. Oh, yeah, with it's like through Kroger. Kroger. That's why Continental's. but still, uh, I, I don't know because uh, they don't want to pay top dollar,
2: put it on the car. Well, Brad, Brad Doherty will slam all over you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what uh, else?
3: I had one that's not on the list, guys, because I just had to Google it. Because I, you know, I kind of thought that like Austin Dillon, my long shot, or Kyle Bush would have like some bet MGM sponsorships because we were in Las Vegas. Um, we we don't. Uh, so Kyle Bush is in the number eight ALSCO car. I'm not sure what ALSCO is. I figured out that Breast Tree, which is the what Austin they're Dillon, sponsoring uniforms. It, they're it's form. like you don't even listen to the podcast tape. I don't know. I, it's like having the Han, that's like having the Hans car back in the day. And then the bre Brez tree is for asthma. It's an inhaler.
2: So I, it's I like not the wiener team. pills.
3: No, we, we again we strike again. But I, I just was like, it's gotta be a bad MGM car. Like it's gonna look cool. That's what Tyler Reddick had last year. And I and I was like, what are we doing? Colors are cool. I don't get the sponsor inclusion.
2: Yeah, that I mean that could be the first is it wiener pill sponsor of the year. So what I have, <laughs> what I, like Suarez is in the 99, Tootsies, it's on the list every time he picks it. I like the Joey Logano. Anyone see the Joey Logano? It's Pennzoil, but it looks different than it normally looks. Do you remember what kind of what reminds me
3: of what it looks like, TD? is the old Steve Park penzoil number one car. It's yeah. Like the stripes down the side. Got the well, old it reminds me
2: oil. of the old Chicago Sting uh, soccer jerseys from back in the 90s, uh, 80s. Um, wow. And then I, I also had Brad Kozlowski. I really like his Fastenal number six paint scheme. Yeah. It looks great, but mm-hmm. why did they always give Chris Busher the lame Fastenal paint scheme? You can ask Brandon Lee when he's never on our podcast ever.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then the well, last- he's in
1: the well, I like that Chris Busher's in the Nexlatol Ford. And uh that's, I think you know what that means. What's that like- mean? Was that boner pills?
2: <laughs> it was probably wiener pills, um, <laughs> and then Bubba Wallace. I thought that he lo- his car looks pretty sharp. Uh, I like contrasting colors, and the the blue really pops on the. Uh, is that charcoal gray car?
3: For, yeah, it's got a little black and charcoal for, gray For, too. for Colum- like it,
2: Columbia Outdoor Gear, it's sharp looking car. Like, did we talk yeah, about make- McDonald's car in the Daytona 500? I don't think so. I thought that paint scheme was lame. They've had better ones in the past, but people are like, you could tell during the race better that it was a McDonald's car because everything stuck out. I was like, okay, whatever. Do you Uh, know who I
3: have the hardest time right now finding out who they are when they come around and it's not, it's the next number down from Bubba Wallace is William Byron.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Bowman.
3: Him and Bowman both. Like I can kind of get Bowman. I'm so used to the Lowe's deal with 48. The black and neon and yellow thing with and the Raptor sponsorship, I it I have to like double take every time I see the twenty four come around and it really pains me.
2: Well, Logano last week when he was in the yellow car, I can never tell who he was. And then especially when they didn't have the pylon up, I really couldn't tell who he was.
1: I'm kinda of <laughs> pissed they don't have the the paint scheme for Ty Gibbs up. He's gonna be in the He Gets Us campaign. Oh, it looks the, it looks Gets
2: it, it look it I mean it looks neat. The sponsorship's weird, but it looks neat.
1: The He Gets Us campaign is designed to increase the respect and revelancy of Jesus. Yeah, they had a Super Bowl ad. Oh. And everyone cried about it,
2: even though I thought it was a cool ad. But some people say the guy giving the money shady. But I don't. Who am I to judge?
1: It's not like yeah. it's Brian Vickers' wife. <laughs> <laughs> Uh in Xfinity, we got Kyle Bush, uh in the number 10. LA Golf looks pretty sweet. Uh Daniel Hemrick in the South Point one. That's uh kind of cool. There's a South there's a
2: South Point uh truck, too. I forgot who's in the South Point truck. I'll have to look that I thought up. they
1: was not it
3: was not you South Point? I, I have know. not,
2: but you know who's associated with South Point? Brent
3: Musburger.
2: Uh, What's that? Yeah. Who Brent Musburger. Brent Musburger. Well, Brent, Brent, Well, maybe Brendan Gaughan can get us. Uh, he's in it too. It's his
1: dad, I think. Doesn't he have like whiskey really? or something? Yeah, he has whiskey too. Also, how did you not put oh. Jeffrey Earnhardt? I didn't see.
2: It oh, back
3: on the Jesus Revolution car.
1: Yeah.
2: Why well, didn't the movie? It. Well, first of
1: all, you guys are welcome to help
2: with the rundown <laughs> anytime. You-
1: <laughs> Why would we do that? We have real jobs. Oh, did I strike? I did, a well, no. Did I
2: did. You see the car? Did you see that he gets this car or no? No, I didn't. I think I saw it on Toby Christie. Would you yeah, guys I haven't seen it? Oh, you know who's back? I, oh my gosh, you know who's back?
1: Who's back? Oh, Lerner and row.
2: Lerner and Rowe Ro is back. The attorneys that rock. It,
1: <laughs> the attorneys
2: rock. it doesn't show a picture of the paint scheme, though. Oh. No, it shows the old. I see the old paint scheme when they uh they sponsored our friend uh Bailey Curry. Um I love the lawyer sponsor cars. Um nothing better than a good billboard lawyer. Um yeah. <laughs> so I don't any, see I, the
1: paint scheme on here. Yeah, it is. It's right on
2: I, I uh I don't see it. I, oh, you know I where I saw it? Like, I, there's I, I a, there's these Go to the super. There's something on YouTube. The super. Um, what is it? What are they called? They do paint schemes. I watched it.
1: I'll look it up. Yeah. Go on. This is bad sure. podcasting. I, I, you know
3: do like pod, I do like Josh Perry's. I do like Josh Perry's Bass Pro car. I think it's one of the cleanest cars in Xfinity. Got <clears> the silver <throat> chrome tout look. And also. I really like Tyler Reddick and the 24 gear wrench Toyota black and orange looks good at Las Vegas. And I like the 24 it's more dynamic than the William Byron car. I just make fun of.
2: There you, there you go. go. I got uh, also a, a a truck that sort of pops. We mentioned John Hunter Nemechek in the number 17 uh, Berry manufacturing. The, the colors I think pop it's black with a copper uh, color. And then we got Tanner Gray in the uh, Dead on Tools number twenty five, and then I also have Raja Karuth. He's back in the Wendell Scott Foundation car, which they're honoring Wendell Scott this weekend at Las Vegas. So, can I I get one vote down?
3: Can I get one vote down? The Parker Clearman forty eight, the Spike Coolers car with the pink stuff around it. Not good.
2: So go to no.
3: not I found a
1: Joe Gibbs Racing tweeted a video of the he gets us car.
2: Well, it, the where I find some of the paint schemes we cannot find is if you go to the Super Squad on YouTube and they they do these videos they have really weird sound behind them that it gets annoying but they get some of the cars that you can't find. So go to the the Super Squad, Super Squad one word. All right. And then type in Tide Ty mm-hmm. Gibbs and it comes up there and they have a bunch of different Uh, they call them paint reveals. They just get the photos off of different places and they put this whack-ass music behind it. Um, Yeah, so that's what we got. Oh, and Kaz I like fire department coffee. car. It looked pretty sharp last week, so I picked it again. You know, I'm a sucker for fire departments. I have firehouse stuff. Are you? Yeah. Are you? Yeah, I like Dalmatians.
3: I will also say really fast while we're on Xfinity paint schemes, the Sammy Smith pilot flying J car is awesome. You said that last week. It looks better in person. After I watched it on the track last
2: week, you were there. Like, I
3: like all. <laughs> no, yeah, like when I saw like the like the short. The, when I tuned in for the Saturday night Xfinity race that ended up becoming the Sunday night Xfinity race, when I watched it, I was like, "Holy smokes, that looks awesome!" I mean, I like John Hunter Nemechek's Mobile One deal. It looks really cool. I think they've got some really su- sweet cars, but the Flying J car is legit. It's almost like the goat Flying J car back in the day.
2: So did you like it back when Michael and Matt had it? it or, uh... What's that? Did you like it back when Michael and Matt had
3: it a couple years ago? Or no? Yeah. I'm yeah, like... that, and there was somebody else, befo-
2: somebody else before him had it too. I like when they did the Flying J chicken biscuit car and had a big chicken biscuit on the side. <laughs>
3: There's there was somebody else back in the day that added. I'm trying to remember who it was. But, you but, know, you know I
2: I can't give Flying J too much credit because their owner is the Cleveland Browns owner and he sucks at his job owning the Browns. Who did he just buy? Oh, he buys everyone. No, he just bought a team. Uh, yeah, he was trying to, uh, the Bucks, I think. The Bucks. He bought yeah. the Bucks for $3 billion. Yeah. And he's a, he's a big Tennessee donor. Their practice facility is named after him. Old Jimmy uh, Tightwad Haslam, they call him.
1: <laughs> yeah, is that what they call him?
2: Yeah. So that's all we got for today. Um, I don't know what to tell
1: you. No, I thought it was good. Got three races this weekend. I like Las Vegas. I think it's a good track. It's going to be tough
2: for me to watch three races. Someone might have to actually do some work. Why?
3: I'm free, guys. No, no baseball radio play-by-play for this guy this week. So I am open.
2: And you're not going there to you. Ode to Joy? Is this why I cut it out? Because we started talking us about stuff that. Uh... No. So that's no,
3: the- no Ode to joy. No minute made. I'll be here. I'll, I'll be tuned into the to the all three i'll get at least one at least other
2: one besides the cup i mean i might still be here in greenville south carolina we just keep winning hell yeah all we do is win all right well that will
1: do it for our las vegas preview (laughs) we appreciate you guys for listening we'll be back next week as we recap all three races we'll see ya
0: Texas, where football was my game, until that racing fever started burning in my brain. I started running mini stops when I was 13, and won a short track championship when I was just 16. I met a man named Harry Hyde, and he built a car for me, sponsored by Granddaddy Hillen.